Shalom! Welcome to Glory and Light, the podcast of CMJ USA, where we proclaim the good news of Yeshua the Messiah, the revealing light to the nations and the glory of his people Israel. I'm Aaron Gann. On the church calendar, we will soon be entering into the season of Epiphany, a time when we focus on God's manifestation to the Gentiles in the person of Yeshua the Messiah. Many have claimed to be the Messiah of Israel, but most of these claimants have not had any interest to Gentiles or brought the light of God to the nations. It is only Yeshua of Nazareth that is known for both his Jewish and Gentile followers, a truth celebrated in the season of Epiphany. To learn more about CMJ USA, to sign up for our newsletters, or to make a donation, please visit cmj-usa.org. And now, a brief message about Epiphany. After the long weeks of Advent, we have finally come to the feast time known as Christmas, the time when we as the church recognize the incarnation and physical birth of the Messiah, when God became flesh, born of a virgin, and dwelt among us, Emmanuel. Debates over whether this is the actual time he was birth aside, it is a joyous time of lights, carols, special readings and sermons about when the Messiah came, born in Bethlehem, as a sign and fulfillment to his people Israel. However, all seasons must end, and so too does the Christmas season, known as Christmastide, which lasts 12 days and gives way to the day known as Epiphany, which means manifest or revealing. Epiphany, like Christmas, concerns itself with the coming of the Lord in the person of Yeshua and the work that God is doing in the world through Yeshua. However, while Christmas can be understood as a sign to Israel, the virgin birth itself being a sign to the house of David in particular, by which Gentiles are blessed, Epiphany is the recognition of God revealing himself to the Gentiles in particular. The symbol of this season are the Magi, also known as the wise men, who came from the east to worship him and bring him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, gifts that were worthy of royalty. You can find the events of this story in the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. This subject that the Lord has manifested himself to the Gentiles and not only to Israel, is an important one that all followers of Messiah, whether Jew or Gentile, ought to recognize the significance of. An objection often raised against the Messiahship of Yeshua is that if he truly is the Jewish Messiah, then why are so many followers of his Gentiles and not his own Jewish people? This is a fair question. First, it ought to be noted that the church has never been exclusively Gentile, but there has always been a Jewish presence within the church from the days of the apostles until this very day. Even today, particularly in the West and Israel, the presence of Jewish followers of Yeshua has grown considerably and constitutes a sizable population within the church. However, Gentiles still outnumber their Jewish brethren by a large margin. What is often missed, though, is that this does not diminish Yeshua's claim of messiahship, but rather it strengthens it. Among the characteristics that the Hebrew scriptures teach concerning the Messiah is that he would not only be a witness to Israel, but he would also be a witness to the Gentiles and would have a large Gentile following. Consider the words of the prophet Isaiah 
in chapter 49, verse 6, who said concerning the Messiah, It is too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to bring back the preserved of Israel. I will make you as a light for the nations, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Notice that while part of the Messiah's mission would certainly be to Israel, this was too small a task for him. Instead, his influence would be spread throughout the entire world and would bring salvation to the Gentiles as well. Given that the Gentiles in the world outnumber the Jewish people, it should be no surprise, then, that there are more Gentile followers of Yeshua today than the Jewish people. Should even the entire world come to faith in Yeshua tomorrow, I suspect that the percentage would still be similar. This makes Yeshua's claim stand out against all other Messianic claimants throughout history. While there have been those who have claimed to be the Messiah of Israel, those that come to mind are Bar Kokhba, Sabbatai Tzvi, or the recent Rabbi Schneerson, whom his followers claim to have been the Messiah, none of these claimants have any interest to Gentiles or brought the light of God to the nations. It is only Yeshua of Nazareth that is known for both his Jewish and Gentile followers. For example, I myself am a Gentile of Irish and English descent who by all rights should be a follower of some form of Celtic paganism. However, my worship is not directed to Irish deities, but rather to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel, and the God of the entire world. So as we enter the season of Epiphany, it is right that the church should focus on the manifestation of God to the Gentiles. It was promised that, again from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 11, verse 10, In that day, the root of Jesse, who shall stand as a signal for the peoples, of him shall the nations inquire, and his resting place shall be glorious. Today, while we are still waiting for the Messiah's return, when he shall judge the living and the dead, and all the world shall know him, such as said in Psalm 22, verses 27 through 31, we see as a preview of that glorious day the Gentiles who have seen the light of God in his son Yeshua the Messiah, and have responded in faith, joining the Jewish people in worship of the one true God. Amen and Amen. Thank you for listening. Our theme music is Still You by Joel Lupus via filmmusic.io. To learn more about CMJ USA, to sign up for our newsletters, or to make a donation, visit cmj-usa.org. cmj-usa.org. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook. Until next time, the Lord bless you and keep you.